Hello, and welcome to Small Screen Justice, a podcast about superhero TV. I'm Dan. And I'm Jesse, and today we're discussing Season 1, Episode 9 of The Flash, entitled The Man in the Yellow Suit, as well as Season 3, Episode 9 of Arrow, entitled The Climb. Yeah, Flash has much better title this week. Yeah, it does, <laughs> except it reminds me of uh, Curious George. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Alright, so starting with Flash, uh, what do you think of it? How would you grade it? Uh, I thought it was uh, one of the better episodes so far. I'd give it an A. It definitely merited being a mid-season finale. Lots of great reveals. Yeah. But still continuing to do what this show has become really great at, which is keeping things irritatingly ambiguous so that yeah. you never know what's coming next, <laughs> but it's not. It's not just that they aren't telling you anything. It's that they're telling you lots of conflicting things and... Any theory about this show is totally on the table. Yeah. Yeah, no. It makes it confusing, but in a fun way. Like, I'm not mad that I'm confused, because I'm sure I'll eventually find out. I mean, it is one of those things where once the actual reveal comes, I sure hope it, like, is worth it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they can totally... I think that we disagree about this, but, like, I felt that way in season six of Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. The first two episodes, I was like, this is going to be the most amazing season of television I've ever seen. Yeah. And then I was just utterly disappointed by the payoff yeah like well i actually don't disagree with you on that season i thought that season was terrible but anyway moving from doctor who yeah no it's 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 definitely funly confusing i would also give it an a it is interesting because as as far as like mid-season finales go like this is becoming like a new sort of big thing people are doing with the mid-season finales i think this one was cool in that it like it like reinvigorated the season in a way like it i feel like the arrow one feels more like it could have been like a season finale Whereas this one is, like, more propelling what's to come in a, in a way that I think is interesting. Like, I don't feel like yeah. we had necessarily huge reveal reveals as much as new pieces of the puzzle that are going to become exciting. Yeah. Especially because, like, the big shocking thing at the end of the midseason finale of Arrow yeah. is obviously going to be resolved because it's called Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. it's not like, oh, no, he's actually dead. It's like, mm-hmm. I mildly curious about in what way he survives Mm -hmm. but yeah but as far yeah so as far as flash goes uh i'm just gonna start off just by saying i really enjoyed i i know that i feel like arrow's done some sort of christmasy things the last couple years but Mm -hmm. i enjoyed just just how intensely christmasy this episode was yeah it really feels like a christmas special yeah it speaks to the difference between flash and arrow definitely uh like if they tried to make it super Christmas, especially now that so much of his family is dead, yeah. it would not have worked at all. On Arrow. Or, or at least yeah. not with all this content. Yeah. Uh, it, they couldn't have done the same plot and had it be really Christmassy. They, I mean, they could have. They could always do a Christmas special where it's like, you know, Oliver and Felicity are like, you know, feeling lovey-dovey. Yeah. And like, they have to feed a villain who's like, you know, Christmas-themed in some way. <laughs> yeah. And then they have a big family moment at the end. Yeah. Uh, but... But yeah, no, I guess I loved, I mean, the Flash is just chock full of lovable characters, and seeing them be normal people is just what's really fun about Flash, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely has the heart, like, that as much as I enjoy Arrow, he's just, Mm -hmm. all. I mean, they have that whole thing last week in the crossover about, like, how he's losing Oliver Queen, and I feel like he totally has lost Oliver Queen. He's mostly Arrow. Whereas Barry, yeah. really, you get to see him as a human being. And I yeah, really and, like, it. we've also, like, it's also, in defense of Arrow, it's at least been a gradual loss on Arrow. It wasn't like they suddenly stopped showing Oliver Queen stuff. It, yeah. Like, at the beginning of the show, he was very much, like, keeping up both sides. You know, he had, like, the party scenes where he'd go to a club to keep yeah. up his image and he'd throw a huge party because that's what Oliver Queen would do. Yeah, yeah and, well, I mean, like, now, they lost, now they lost Tommy, they lost his mom, and he just isn't keeping a secret identity from that many people, so... Well, I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's actually awkward. Like, I still keep trying to remember who doesn't know. Like, I know <laughs> I was like, Laurel does know. Yeah. Thea doesn't. Yeah. And the fact of Lan- or Captain Lance doesn't. Well, I, I actually, but, I yeah. mean, we're jumping ahead to Arrow a little well, bit. We, but, should, we should jump back. But, yeah, I just want to say one quick thing before I forget it, which is that when Thea found out that Sarah was dead, I was like, wait a second. So Thea knew that Sarah was alive again? I didn't even remember that. I did not remember that at all. (laughs) Yeah, I had no memory of that. Like, when she was like, what are you doing here? I was like, I don't remember you knowing that Sarah was alive, so there's a pretty obvious reason why she would be alive. Yeah, and I forgot that that, uh, Dinah didn't know that Sarah was in the League of Assassins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, um, okay. yeah, let's get back to Flash. So there was a bit a bit of news this week related to Flash that relates to a couple of other things that happened in this episode. Yeah. The news is that Mark Hamill is going to be on in an upcoming episode uh, reprising his role from the original 90s Flash TV show as the Trickster. Yeah. Which sort of relates to this episode because not only did we have John Wesley Shipp who played the Flash reprising his role as um, Barry's, uh, Barry's father in this episode – but Amanda Pays uh, is reprising her role from the 90s show as Dr. McGee, and she's the one who owns Mercury Labs um, yeah. in both shows. Uh, yeah, so... it's really it's really cool that they're doing I mean, I didn't really watch the original show, but it's just still, like, the heritage aspect of it is really fun. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's, it's funny I'm bringing up Dr. Who again. I'm going to again in a minute. <laughs> but it's some, in some ways sort of feels like they're squeezing – uh, all the pedigree that Doctor Who puts into its show. Yeah. Out of one uh, one season that was on the air, uh, is that 24 years ago? Yeah, it is. <laughs> these actors have actually aged really well. Yeah. Except for maybe Mark Hamill. Yeah. Man, they're so old. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I just want to say I'm really excited to see Mark Hamill back, and I, I especially in that role, I think that's really exciting. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I think that we should definitely make a point of watching the at least his episode on the '90s of Flash show. Yeah, that's a good idea. Him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the whole Iris situation this week, as we mm-hmm. finally. I mean, I have to say I'm really excited and happy that he finally he came clean with her this early in the show. They could have easily went until, like, the finale of season one or something. Or even, uh, like, they could have dragged it out over three seasons, yeah. I say. <laughs> yeah. They really could have. That's yeah. happened in countless shows. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad that he got it out in the open. I do feel a little bit, like, just the tiniest bit weird that he did it when she's still in a relationship. But, like, I don't feel that weird about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel mean, like it, that's the type of thing where... We talked about this, but I, I think that he should be working on getting over Iris. See, now, I think this is him working on getting over Iris, to be honest. So, yeah. let me say... But I don't think so, it's fair to her for him to... Yeah, okay. Way. Well, let me say, as far as... As the episode started, I was feeling sort of iffy about it. Like, when they had that opening scene where he got her the thing, and then where Eddie said the stuff, I was like... Like, Eddie figured it out based on the ring. Yeah, I, I was like... he's not freaking yeah. blind. <laughs> yeah, I was like... This is kind of silly. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I think that they, I think that uh, Grant Gustin did a really good job portraying the emotions that Barry's going through, and the fact that he needs for himself. Maybe it isn't fair to her, but sometimes you need to be selfish and you need to just get it out so that, mm-hmm. so that you can move on. And also, she deserves to know. Quite honestly, she has a brother. You know, uh, sees him as a brother, and she should know what he's feeling. If you're going to have an equal relationship. You can't just keep – he's right. He can't keep lying to her. He shouldn't have lied to her this yeah. long. And I, I thought his whole speech was really good. He wasn't yeah, looking for something. That's a bad situation. I can agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I on. mean, yeah, I, I think his whole speech worked really well. So I had personally missed the fact that he had liked her even before he started living with her. 
so that all worked really well for me, and I, I definitely feel for him. I hope that he's able to start moving on. Maybe he'll start dating some other people. I am nervous to see what they do with her as things go on, because I like that right now she's just like, oh, poor Barry, but I don't like him. He's my brother, you know. I, yeah, so, I think that, yeah, I sort of think that, did they expl- did she explicitly at any point say, like, I think of him like my brother? Yeah, he actually said that. She did say that? Yeah. Okay, that makes it a little no, more I don't, I don't, I don't think he said, well, I guess, I'm pretty sure she did. Just the fact that he, like, so much was like, it's ridiculous. And the thing is, I honestly yeah. kind of get it. If you grew up with him that whole time, he never said anything. Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, yeah we've t- you've talked about yeah. this a lot. Anyway, but, um, yeah, I mean, the one thing that is a shame, well, it's, it's a shame except that it they probably will get together at some point, especially because they're together in the comics. Yeah. And it would be great to have an interracial couple That's leading true. a TV show. Yeah. Like, though, though right she, now, right now an interracial yeah. couple, but they're not, you know, the leads at all. Yeah. They're no, that's very characters. true. That's very true. But they're also both very likable characters in a positive relationship, so... Yeah. Right now, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty great, too. I will say, I don't think that just because they're in the comics, they have to work out. I mean, oh, no, but the, look, I mean look at look at Oliver shows, and Laurel. All these shows are diverting from the comics, yeah. so it's totally possible yeah. that they won't. But and, I, and think, they, I and think they, it's likely that they will. Yeah. And they clearly were leading with Ar- Oliver and Laurel when Arrow started and decided to go in a different direction, so who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's talk about Firestorm. What did you think about this whole thing? I thought the special effects were okay yeah i, I thought they were you. the weakest special effects on the show so far honestly yeah me too except for a couple of the villains but i thought that he was really misplaced in both this episode and last or and two weeks ago yeah i think that they should have done the firestorm stuff at a different time it seemed a little weird to me i don't know if it's canonically in the comics that yeah. he can like that he's more powerful than reverse flash but it seemed a little bit weird that he was like apparently it's so apparently formidable to reverse flash but reverse flash like ran yeah um okay um, so one thing i'll say i i read in the review some uh, from ign they were like why is he just using his fire powers so i went and i looked up his powers his powers are way more complex than this show is letting on yeah uh, he's just yeah. He, like they used like a yeah. low-rent human torch. Yeah, yeah. So I his... did immediately think of Johnny Storm when he yeah. flew off. His actual powers, I don't know if you actually looked it up, but just for people people who don't know, he can, like, transfigure in, like, as far as, as long as it's not organic, he can, like, change the composition of different matter into, like, whatever he wants it to be. He can, like, change the shape of it, yeah. make it a different material. He can, like... He's just, he can like shape shift himself. He can like he's like has like Green Lantern like powers. He can like make things do. He he's oh, like I crazy. Bet, I bet I bet they underpower him on this show. Yeah, I, that sounds like way too powerful a character yeah. for a TV show. Like yeah, that. and if you have if you've seen uh, the Justice League cartoon, you know how John Jones can like make himself like different different chemicals and like make him people go through him and stuff. Fire yeah, different densities. Yeah, Fi- yeah, Firestorm can do that too. So like yeah. he's crazy powerful. Um, oh, who's the it, Vision can do that. Yeah, uh, Vision the, can also that do stuff, that. But yeah. yeah. Also, like at this point, they're all three of the superhero shows that came out this week. Mm-hmm. Sort of in in a way, flashed the least. Yeah. But like, opened themselves up to the question of should this show get a name change? Mm-hmm. Because like, I think Agents of Shield that title is becoming less relevant by the day. Yeah. Like, I totally think that the show, like, I don't think they will because it would ruin their branding. Yeah. But there's a good argument for renaming it in humans. Mm, that's or, a good point. I never even think of that. I, bet they're gonna, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 
I guess I would be a little bit surprised if they did a spinoff because they have a movie coming. Mm. Uh, but maybe they'll do a spinoff after the movie comes out. That's probably possible. It's funny. I, I wouldn't be surprised if next week the title card for – well, not next week. Next episode for Arrow, the title card does not say Arrow. It says, like, Canary or something. That would be funny. But, yeah. Um, but as, well, far, as far as Firestorm, I did want to say the one thing yeah. that I did really enjoy was I thought that Caitlin got some really good moments and Cisco was actually – I like it when Cisco has actually human moments and isn't yeah. just a cartoon character. Yeah. Um, no, I thought that, too, the one time that I thought that the – it wasn't even the acting. It was just the writing was a little bit weird yeah. or, or, the, or the way they did it. I don't know. I don't actually know exactly who to blame it on. Yeah. The first time she sees him, she just, he, like – she sees him. She follows him and then he, like, bursts into flames. She sort of, like – Walks around the corner. Yeah. And like, that was strange. Yeah, no, I agree. It's weird. Like yeah. she's not doesn't seem terrified. And, and even the se- the second time they go after him, doesn't he like make a big fire thing? And I'm like, are they gonna get hurt? And then they're he's just he's just they're just gone and it's moved to the next seed. And I was confused. yeah, I think I think they like dropped under it or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, but I but yeah, I definitely especially I mean we've talked a lot about how Cisco sort of like sexualizes all the women. The fact that he doesn't with Caitlyn, I'm very glad about, and the fact that they yeah, actually have a good bond. That, yeah, that's true. I think that that doesn't necessarily commend that aspect of his character because oh, no, I agree. he's only doing it with a woman that he works closely with who's like uh smarter than him in some ways yeah or no, at least as I mean, smart as him i I, I agree but i will science. say that i'm just glad that they're letting that be a positive uh male female friendship and that they're, yeah. not, they're not going into him having a crush on her or anything like that um sure so far okay anyway. Okay, yeah. so then there are two quick, there are two sort of drawn out father son scenes which connect to like how Barry's dealing with this episode. So we have him talking at, at jail with his dad, and we have him talking with Joe later on. What do you mm-hmm. think about these? Oh, I thought they were both brilliant. I I, I was really impressed with Grant Gustin's acting in yeah. this uh, episode, especially. I think it's probably his strongest acting so yeah, far. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, he's going through like really tough emotional strife that's really apparent, like in his whole physicality in the scene with his father, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also thought that um, John Wesley Shipp's acting was really good. I think I think that he's a little. I, I hope that he gets out of jail at some point because as nice as these scenes are with him, I yeah. like want to see him in other contexts. Yeah, I honestly um, kind of want him to get killed. <laughs> I. Or, the worst. Well, because um, because he has three father figures right now. That's kind of crazy. We don't need... I mean, I, I guess Wells is going to stop being a father figure at some point. Yeah. But, no, like, but, of the three of them, I could do with his actual father the least. Yeah. But, like, I also think that there could be some interesting... Con- I think there could honestly be some interesting conflict between that's, him and... That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the scene with... Uh, do you want to talk about the scene with West? Yeah, I mean, I just think Joe is an amazing, amazing character and actor. I think they give him a lot of, like, really cliche lines, and he made me feel emotions for them. Like, yeah. Like, 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 the whole thing about, like, I always thought I was changing your life, but really you changed mine is, like, one of the most overused lines ever, and he made me feel something. Yeah, and, like, so the, uh, the city might need the flash, but I need my barrier. Yeah. Also, uh, the word my in there makes that line. Yeah, I agree. It's not just, I need Barry Allen. It's, I need my Barry Allen. Yeah. And I think that, that was really good. Okay, we should probably talk about the one of the biggest <laughs> things that's uh, in this episode, which is yeah. reverse flash. Definitely. Um, so uh, what, what did you think? Um, I thought he was really intriguing. I, I mean, again, like, it's just like the tip of the iceberg with him. Yeah. But uh, he's very scary uh like they really make him seem terrifying enough so that like i could see him being more than the big bad for this season i can see him being the big bad for the series and yeah. 
so you know he's pretty cool um i i thought the moment where he sort of grabbed wells and started beating the crap out of him was a really intense cool moment um yeah i sort of had, had similar feelings i do hope that we find out who he is at the end of the season oh yeah oh i think, I think that, and i think he's gonna be the big bad of this series also yeah even if uh, of this uh season yeah um even if he goes on to continue to be the big bad i think that he's i bet that he's in i bet he's sort of like malcolm right like where yeah. he's the big bad of the season we think that he's done yeah. We have a season with a different big bad, probably. Although the rogues are coming back in the, yeah. in the next episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, but so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But then someone, I bet, is the, a different big bad next season, and then it comes back and uh, Reverse Flash is the yeah. big, big, big bad. Yeah. And I also definitely am glad that they went with Reverse Flash and not Professor Zoom. I will say that actually those are kind of two different characters, and that yeah, no, I actually I, yeah. I was reading it. it seems, yeah, uh, so it's uh, very possible that what that one is Reverse Flash, but Wells is Professor. Z- it's a whole confusing thing. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, so the things, so sort of the little tidbits we got here is uh, he was going after the Techion thing and uh, basically show Wells with it at the end and he reverberates his, his vocal cords. Also, we see that he has some sort of connection with Eddie, whether he is Eddie or something about Eddie. Yeah. I forgot that he reverberates. So we do know that he ha- he is a speedster for sure. I guess uh, so, yeah. Like that's that specific ability is yeah. because he can vibrate his vocal cords. Yeah. And I wonder if that has something to do with like I like don't really completely understand why Wells chose to um pretend to be and paralyzed. This, yeah, p- paralyzed? Like yeah, no, it just seems kind of like a strange. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess assume it's just to like gain, gain sympathy and make him seem like not a threat. That was my assumption, but you know, I mean, yeah, kind of, but it seems like a really inconvenient way to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, he can literally never walk in front of anyone, or he has to kill them. Yeah, and like it would have been easier to just be like limping around or something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I think honestly, it's for like the fun, it, it, like the fun visual motif of him, like, oh, he can't even walk. No, actually, he can walk and he can run. Like, I, 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 I yeah. Like, but, yeah, it's uh, gonna be. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, um, so, what do you take for away from the ending? I think that for one thing, that the the device is gonna be used somewhat like the like the uh, treadmill, and that's what helps him time travel. But I, I don't know. I do honestly you know anything about the tachyon device, like I, from comics. I, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with let it, giving you enough juice to let you time travel. Um, but I, it also might have something to do with, I, I know that there's versions of Reverse Flash where he's not actually a speedster, he just, like, changes the time stream around him so it looks like he's going fast. Yeah, no, um, I think that's what he means by, uh, yeah. the, I'm the reverse, because yeah. Flash is go- running fast, but yeah. he's altering the time stream, or so, his, which, like, you know, if you talk to any physicist, is the same thing. Yeah. That, that's just literally looking at it from yeah. two different perspectives, and it's the exact same yeah. thing. I mean, I'll, honestly, like, I don't know if you know about the speed force, but Flash completely defies all physics. There's a whole, they come up with their own version of physics that makes, yeah. makes the Flash make sense. But, but anyway, I, I don't know, personally, I think that the ending with, with Wells is a complete red herring. I do not think that Wells was the villain in this episode. I think that he has something else going on, and maybe he's a different version of Reverse Flash or whatever, but personally, I think it's a red herring. And, uh, I think that it's likely to be a red herring just because yeah. it seems too obvious. Yeah. But at the same time, like Sky is uh, Daisy Johnson. That yeah. did, that 
was what everyone guessed, and it was that. Yeah, okay, but the thing is, okay, so based just on the show, no one would have guessed, oh, Daisy Johnson, because they would have no idea who that oh, was. Oh, no, did you not see the theories? No, no, what I'm saying is people guessed that because of the comic books, whereas on Flash... Oh. Like, yeah, like, so Guest Walking Shield, you would never have figured out she's Daisy Johnson if you didn't know the yeah. comic books. Whereas Guest Walking Flash, it would be pretty obvious by the end of the pilot, go, oh, that guy's evil and it's from the future? I bet he's the one who killed his, his mom. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't need, like, knowledge of the comic books to figure that one no, that's, out. That's true, but I all like, I think that it's totally likely that it's yeah. a red herring. But I also think that it's completely pot. Yeah. Like, as I said earlier, I think that literally anything goes. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's literally so confusing at this point that I don't really even have a theory. I'm just excited to see what happens. Yeah, which is, like, just remarkable for a TV show to do. <laughs> so many things, because, like, so often where they want to just keep a mystery, yeah. they, like, just don't talk about it. Yeah. And, and then, like, and they gradually reduce the option. Like, I sort of feel like that's what Arrow has generally been doing. They've, like... We don't know who did it, and we we're gradually checking names off the list. Like, yeah. oh, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. And now it's like a little bit awkward because, like, we ag- we agreed as a show and as watchers that it wasn't Malcolm. Yeah. And now it is Malcolm, and I'm like <laughs> a little bit disappointed that it's. All right. Do you want to get right into that then? Yeah, we should probably get All into right. it. So, uh, I mean, yeah, so as far as the reveal goes, so I, I know that we overall sort of disagree on this episode. Yeah, we do disagree on this episode. I really enjoyed this finale. I thought the reveal, even though, honestly, I mean, if you go back and you listen, Thea being brainwashed by, I think I said by Malcolm, was my literally my first guess is after yeah, Sarah no, died. Yeah, that, you you uh, did have that guess very early on. Yeah, but they did make me second-guess myself and move on to a different theory, so I'll give mm-hmm. him credit for that. And I think Malcolm's reasoning makes total sense. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he's totally doing it for himself, which I kind of, I, I like, and I like all of his lines about, like, he does not love you and all that yeah. stuff. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I, I like, I did really like this episode. Yeah. I just don't think that, like, you gave it an A, right? Yeah, I gave it an A. Yeah, I give it a B. Or maybe, I might say a B plus, but I, I think I'm going to try and be a little bit harsher on everything. Yeah. Like I, I might actually, I might go down to an A minus. I personally liked a lot, a lot of it. I think that, I, I mean, I think that honestly, it had some of the similar issues that Flash did this week. I, I mean, we talked about how Firestorm was kind of out of nowhere. I thought the Adam thing was very similar. Yeah, or it wasn't like out of nowhere completely. Yeah. They have been building up to it for a little bit longer. I think. I yeah. think they have. Yeah, no, they have. But look, okay, it's not that it's um, out of nowhere as much as it just doesn't fit in this episode to me. Yeah, or you know why it fits though is because Arrow's probably out of the game for a little bit, and now there's a new hero in Starling City. That's that's true. That's nope. that's how they make it made it fit. Yeah. They could have done that at the beginning of the next episode. I think that probably would have been better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like they could have literally taken all the scenes with Felicity, made her sadder because Oliver's gone, yeah. and then had those scenes. I definitely uh, while we're talking, let's just finish out the Adam stuff while we're on it. Yeah. Is that I. I just, so the, they have the backstory get revealed about Ray, and it's just like, I kind of am agreeing with you that how many times are they going to have the same origin for everyone? Is everyone going to just be, I lost someone, and therefore I'm crazy now? Like, Have I, you read comic books? <laughs> I know, but they didn't have... Like as far like, as I... Edward's divine intervention, and it's nothing yeah, else. But I mean, well, my, I mean, my thing is that, like, uh, I'm pretty sure that they're changing Adam's backstory anyway, from what it actually is in the comic, so if you're gonna make in the it, the comics, he's just like a motivated science. Yeah, so like, why can't they just do that? <laughs> like, because they want to make it romantic. Yeah, I guess. And, and mention that women died. 
Yeah. Okay, that was a little bit harsh. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I'm still, but I am excited to see it. Yeah, they, like they were talking about Adam, like like the showrunners at the or someone involved with the show is talking about Adam, and they like earlier said that they weren't going to do Adam on Arrow mm. because it's like way too outlandish for that show. show like Arrow. Yeah. But it seems like they're, they're definitely in part because the flash is doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably planning to do more crossovers yeah. than initially anticipated. And they're like, well, if we do that, then we can afford to have this. One but, thing but, I should mention for you, because I don't know if you would have gotten this not being a comic book reader is he mentions that originally the project was called OMAC. The OMAX are bigger, big, like issue villain type deal in DC universe. I don't know if it's gonna his stuff is gonna end up going wrong and become the OMAC project, but that's a possibility. Yeah, and then I bet he like feels all like remorseful, like oh if I hadn't yeah finished this, then they wouldn't have been able to do anything. Are, are they usually related? Adam, I don't think so, because OMAC, as far as I know, is is a lot more recent than Adam. But OMAC kind of um. It had I, – I, the other thing is there's been a lot of versions of OMAC. I just remember one that was – it was, like, in the early 2000s where, like, it, you would take, like, normal – like, probably, like, Argus agents and they would, like, uh, like co-opt them into these, like, robotic things and control them so they would do bad, you know, stuff for the government that's, like, super-powered. It's – OMAC is one-man army corps, so it's, Oh, jeez. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> so that's, it, that's, a, that's a decent – that's a decent name for a thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so basically those are my thoughts on uh, Adam. Do we want to talk yeah. about flashbacks? Yeah, okay. We're, yeah, we're jumping around, but yeah, sure, flashbacks. Uh, you like these better than I did, right? Yeah, I thought that they were uh, decent. Uh, you thought that they sucked. Um, <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm like, partly I just, you know, they need to work yeah. for the show. But, but, so I'm, like, happy that they're working a little bit now. I thought that <sighs> they could have been... I, th- I thought that the continuation of the torture storyline was pretty decent. Yeah. I wish that Katana... I wish we'd gotten a better scene with Katana. Yeah. I honestly uh, think that the torture scene... I mean, I liked how the torture scene connected with the crossover last week. But as far as for, like, for the sake of the season, I think that could have happened, like, episode two of the season. It, it yeah, no, been, yeah. It, like, it, yeah, if this it, show were on its yeah. own, this whole thing. Yeah, would be like... it's, it's going really slow. And the fact that, like, yeah, okay, technically big things happened with Katana being taken and the reveal of the draw, or the virus or whatever. Uh, and yes, they had the connections with the brainwashing thing in the jig. But. And the Sayo is. Yeah. Uh, so now there's a direct, there's a direct yeah. connection from So, yes, back. those existed. But I still feel like I am. The mid-season by the by the mid-season finale, I wanted to know how like why they were important for the. I still don't even with with Maceo there. I don't know why they're actually that important for the sake of the season. How they connect with Rachel Ghoul, really, and I, I guess. Oh, he just went down to Parbat after. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't really. So, presumably, like honestly, presumably the death of his wife yeah. and or son. Yeah. I guess she probably and. I guess don't and that's care. That's a bummer to hear about because yeah. I really want Katana to be a super badass character throughout the show. Yeah. No. Um, and I that I think that there's a possibility that like the son died and then uh, yeah. she went off on her own thing and he went to join the League of Assassins and then she shows up. Yeah. Uh, in the next half of the season. I can totally the, see that yeah, too. But I guess I guess don't like. I really wanted to, like, end off the mid-season finale starting to actually feel like, okay, now I know why this is happening. Now I'm invested in the, in these flashbacks, and I still just don't get, give a good Like, I don't want to see them ever again. Uh, so. Yeah, but they're going to finish, and yeah. I'm just glad that they're at least 
working towards them a little bit fat, like a little. It's a little faster. Can I guess as a sort of a side note, where do you like next season? Do you want them to still be in Hong Kong? Like, what do you want them to do with the flashbacks? I honestly think that they should say, and then he went back to the island for two years. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and he was just... Hunting, oh, you know, oh, that reminded there. me of something I totally forgot about in Flash, which is the flashback to him as a kid. And I'm sorry to that little boy actor, but I really don't want to ever see him again. I'm, oh, I actually thought he was okay. I really... It, it, I cringe every time I see that, That you know, I guess not, I'm not a fan. It's um, funny, you... He, he like physically reminds me of that who plays Bruce Wayne in Gotham, but yeah. I like him a lot better than that <laughs> who plays Bruce. Uh, yeah, I just I the way he delivers lines really bothers me. But okay, yeah, but whatever. That's that's a taste um, thing, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, one thing we wanted to ta- mention, just as a sort of side note, is that they actually passed the Bechdel test multiple times this episode. Yeah, I still like the thing about the Bechdel test is it's great if you pass it, but yeah. like it's such a freaking low bar. Oh yeah, totally. So it's like. Goody. <laughs> yeah, no, but but I but I still did enjoy that they had a scene with with Thea and Laurel, and I'm really like, there's nothing bad about Laurel for me this week. I enjoyed her scene with her mom, and yeah, uh, it was well done. Yeah, I thought um, that felt like I recognized her mom, and then I looked up, and it is Alex Kingston. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, which I like. <laughs> she looks really different from the way they made her up in um Doctor Who. Uh, in Doctor Who, so it's yeah. like, yeah, it's different. And her I think character it character was... really annoys me. Yeah, me too. Like. Just... Like, like a lot of people hated River Song. Like, this is the thing I said I was going to bring it up again later. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people hated River Song. I never really hated River Song, mm-hmm. and I don't hate this character. I just find her yeah. really irritating. Yeah, like, I, 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 because I find her baloney about like I intuition. Feel, yeah, like, a mother's intuition is one of the strongest things on this earth. <laughs> like, I don't like you as a person. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm not a huge fan of that character, but I do think bringing her in this episode to sort of reignite the emotions about Sarah dying at this point was a good idea, especially yeah. leading forward. Except, with well, I mean, what I think they should have done is revealed it to Quentin in this uh, episode. That, that, that would have been a way more intense. Yeah, than... you're right. I agree. It would have right. distracted a little bit, but anyway. Yeah, let's talk um, about Raish. Or I, I don't know if people want to say Raz or Race. I grew up here in yeah. Raish. But, yeah, it, it's Raish, and I think they're calling him Roz on yeah. this. I remember specifically uh, Malcolm calling him Roz, and I was thinking, R-O-Z? Like, <laughs> Roz? Yeah. Uh, I had a big point that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, so Oliver goes early in the episode, because the League of Assassins threatens to like go on a killing spree, and he goes, I have no contingency plan if the League starts killing people or whatever like that. And I'm like, this would be a good time to call the Flash. Yeah, although, uh, remember that... <laughs> Just last week, he essentially beat the Flash by himself, and the league is, uh, at least in numbers, when they when they have numbers, yeah. w- uh, way more than capable of taking down Oliver. Except that it's like, okay, I mean, I know that like last week I said that they made it believable that Oliver could win, but it's also like totally BS. Because Flash could literally just run so quickly, grab Rachel Ghoul, drop him off a cliff before he even realized what happened, and then be back. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Like, but also, I doubt that, like, this obviously isn't a directly stated, but yeah. Oliver would never want to make Barry a killer. That's true. Like, that would be, I, I think Oliver would consider it one of his greatest personal failings yeah. if he made Barry Allen a killer. Uh, that's a good um, point, though, that you bring although, up the killer thing. Barry has actually killed people. Has he? Who was he killed? He's, he killed, like, the first three villains. Uh, no, okay. First of all, he tried to save Multiplex, and Multiplex made himself die. I guess that's true. Um, 
Um, Who else did he kill? He didn't kill Weather Wizard. He got shot by Joe, I believe. Oh, right. Um, I'm literally just remembering the line where he's, like, before they developed the pipeline, he's like, well, thank goodness so far everybody's against has died. Yeah, Yeah, no, it was all by accident. But, okay, it was all by accident. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I, I just remembered that line. I was like, "That's not he kill people." Yeah. <laughs> but we should we should talk about the fact that they bring up the de- the murder thing again here with with Oliver with whether he'll kill people or not, uh, which I, I I do like that that's an ongoing issue for him. Um, yeah. No, I def- I definitely do too. Yeah. Um, I thought that Felicity scene with him was really uh, strong in that mm. part where she's like, "I'm afraid that he'll take advantage of your humanity." Yeah. Didn't need to be afraid in in that final scene. Uh, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I agree that I was strong, and I also, I mean, I, I think it makes sense, especially given that. Do you do you remember that that scene with the where he ended up killing Vertigo last season? Yeah, yeah. no, I do. I thought that was a really good episode. So yeah, I, I do too. similar stuff there. Yeah. And I think that it was also good that they did that so early yeah. after his thing because it would have been actually, in retrospect. It's a little bit weird that he did it so early after um, swearing not to kill people. Yeah, because like you'd think that that would like it's sort of like starting a diet, right? Yeah. Like, you start, you're like, you're 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 like, no, I'm not gonna have any cupcakes. But then like after like a month, you're like, I could have a cupcake. Yeah, I, I mean, you you, you you could you could put it that way, or you could put it as you know, it's it's still so much habit at that point that it's hard to break it. But <laughs> and we've now compared murdering people to cupcakes and. So, yeah. moving on. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so, okay, so as far as the big final confrontation, well, let's just talk about Raz in general yeah, for a little as bit. as a character. Yeah, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about him? Um, I'm confused as to why Raz is always portrayed as British. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems weird that, like, I mean, I got, like, everyone from in the League of Assassins gets a new name, so it's probably not his original name. Yeah. But he's also lived there for forever, and you develop accents when you live in places I'm so trying it's, to it's that every Roz is British, but I'm like, trying to remember what he was, what his accent was on the animated TV show, because that was my first introduction to him. And in that show, he was much more like ethnic feeling, like much more like foreign and like a combination of things. So you weren't even sure exactly what he was. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, so, so Asian, like in, yeah. in some, in some uh, yeah. East Asian, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, interesting. So when I first at the beginning of the episode, I was very much not happy with him. I, 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 I don't like the way he looks. He doesn't look like right. I don't think that me. he's in good enough shape to play Ross Al Ghul. Yeah, well, when they have their shirts off, I was like, really, this is him. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, no, I actually like that was literally my thought yeah. uh, when I saw the trousers. I was like, Oliver looks like he. He's like in much better shape. That sound yeah. letter is working out for him. Yeah. Um, uh, he doesn't but, look threatening. He doesn't look threatening. And I thought that like at first I was just like he just felt so different. I don't really like that he doesn't. Maybe I'm, I, I bet this will change with time. But I don't really like that he doesn't respect Oliver and that he sees him as like pathetic because that's just like very different. Like I I feel like the Rachel Ghoul I know would respect Oliver and would find him like. Oh no! I, I no, but the reason he doesn't respect him and thinks that he's pitiful is because he doesn't kill. And yeah. He, and remember, like, and that's the fundamental difference between. Yeah. Both Batman and Raish and uh, yeah, no, but Raish really respects Batman in every version I've ever seen, and like wants Batman to become his successor. So yeah, I, well, that's true. Yeah, so like I don't anyway. You know, yeah, yeah it, it, it bothered me, but I will did say, did you like Liam Neeson's portrayal? 
I thought it was okay. I thought it was different. I like Liam Neeson. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really what I wanted for that character, but as as a as much like much like how I think Heath Ledger is an amazing character as the Joker, but I don't really feel it doesn't feel like the Joker that I want. Yeah. Um, I think that Liam Neeson did a very good job, but it's just not the Rachel Ghoul that I'm looking for. But by the end of the episode, though, I do sort of like this take on him with the fact that, like, he thinks that murder is, is needed and that he thinks he's doing the right thing and sort of the regal sort of, you know, tribal, I don't know, yeah, tradition of it. Yeah, the traditions yeah. and rituals thing, yeah. yeah. I, I do, I um, think it's speaking interesting. Speaking of traditions and rituals, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there are two things. The first thing is actually another similarity to Flash this week is that they both started with a uh, dramatic scene that, and then it said, like, 48 hours yeah, earlier, 18 yeah. hours earlier. <laughs> and But this one, as opposed to the Flash one, was just really stupid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, so the whole climbing up the mountain thing, like, that's an okay metaphor in some situations, but it, didn't make, it did not connect in any way to this episode. It seemed like a just, like, it seemed like a dumb thing to have yeah. them do. It felt like a like, Dark Knight Rises reference. Yeah, yeah, and, like, also, why does, like, presumably that's not the only way to the top. Yeah. Because, the, you know, like, they make that whole point, like, few people make it to the top. And there's, like, a and ton of people at the top. There's three people up there. <laughs> yeah. Who are, and with, like, a freaking case of swords. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a good aren't point. Packed up there because they'd be rusty as hell. Yeah. Um, so they brought them out. Yeah, so I, I bet that, like, they literally, they're, like, at the top of the mountain, they walk over, and then Oliver climbs up. <laughs> it just, it was, it seems... It was just a waste of screen time. Like, yeah. I thought, like, it was, like, cool idea in theory, but it and was... They kept cutting back to it. Yeah, no, that wasn't needed. Yeah, and, um... and like, it didn't, especially because it didn't fit as a metaphor for the overarching, yeah. the arc of the show. Like if it, if like the whole show had been about like about Oliver like starting with nothing and then pulling himself yeah. back up and they kept cutting to the to these scenes, yeah, you know that would have been kind yeah. of cool. Well, I also I will say I think that I am glad that they cut kept cutting back rather than having a drawn out scene at the end of him slowly climbing up. I would prefer it be broke. I get, but I also just prefer not to see it at all. But yeah, uh, I, and actually, except actually, I do think that it would have been better as a like one minute scene at the end where he's like, where you like see him struggle and then, mm. and, and and like, you also have the full context for it. Like that he's doing it for Thea. Yeah. I think that would have been way more moving to that, me than like true. seeing like, Oh, there's Oliver climbing a mountain for some reason. Well, I guess the main thing too, is like calling this episode, the climb that like is not the point of the episode at all. Like, yeah. It's so, not. It, yeah. It's not yeah. the big thing at all. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's get to the big disagreement here. Oh no, wait, we have one other thing. Oh, that yes. was dumb, which is like, <laughs> The taking off their shirts thing, and then he says it is custom. I saw there's a great tweet that I think you retweeted that said CW custom. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I did. And yeah, and you mentioned that it's in the comics. Yeah, so uh, it's and I I actually know this even from the animated cartoons they would they would reference this is that like Batman and Raish whenever they'd have like their big one on one duels they would both take their shirts off and Batman you know affectionately known as being ridiculous everybody like knows about oh he would take his shirt off but leave his mask on (laughs) and it would look silly and ridiculous but people like now love how silly and ridiculous it is so like as a comic book fan i just think it's fun i agree it's ridiculous obviously yeah Um, i think that i think that only work i think that honestly only works in one of two situations where you either know the comics or just like can't get enough of Stephen Melvin's show. <laughs> well, let's be honest. But, 90% of the audience can't yeah, that, get enough That's of... <laughs> true. But, like, I feel like even they, if they didn't know the comics reference, would be like, I'm glad this is happening, but I don't understand why. Yeah, no, well, I'm saying 
between the two uh, between the two options, you know, like a huge percentage of the population would love seeing him shirt off, and a huge percent of the of the population would know the reference. So I think it's. Is fine. it a huge? Do you think a huge percentage would know that reference? If you're a comic book fan, you definitely know that reference. No, if you know that, if you're a comic book reference, at this point, you don't have to be a comic book fan to be into any comic book media yeah. at, this point at all. But I also have like, like, I mean, I also saw this that like that panel of Batman and like that all over Twitter as soon as the uh, promo came out. Yeah, but so, like, that's true. But also, you probably follow a lot of people who yeah. like comic books. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. In any case, whatever. In any case, yeah. So now we have our big disagreement. Yeah, I mean, which I don't, I, I just, we just disagree. Uh, I mean, yeah. I personally really liked the fight and thought it was really exciting. I thought that uh, Rich's dialogue was great here, and I, I really liked him not using a weapon. I thought it was a really epic fight. I loved the location. I thought it was very different visual feel for the show. Very exciting, and you just did not enjoy the choreography. Yeah, where it wasn't even just that. I think that the dialogue was pretty, I thought the dialogue was good. Yeah. I thought the fight choreography was pretty lazy, Honestly, I think that it was very, you know, it was very typical Oliver Queen. It didn't seem like he was pulling out any new tricks at all. Mm-hmm. And like even, and it was also, it seemed like even a little bit lackadaisical for Oliver Queen. Um, I thought that there was very, they literally, I think, went in like two circles the whole time. And that was the whole movement of the fight. I thought that the, I've seen a lot of fights where one person starts unarmed and yeah. that, and like, overpower someone who is armed yeah and i thought that it's been much better done in a lot of things that i've seen um, uh, i will say i mean it's totally possible if i rewatched it again i'd see what you're talking about more and my i think i was just very emotionally invested in that and it felt maybe it felt more and more well done than it actually yeah. was the other thing I think that made me a little bit disappointed was i thought the choreography in the earlier scene where he's like practicing with the uh I don't know who they are. I don't know if they're members of the league. Who yeah, are they are. To sacrifice their lives yeah. so that you can practice sword fighting. I thought that scene was. I thought that scene was pretty stupid to be honest. Yeah, but I thought the choreography in it was better. Yeah, I, I thought that the understated thing, while it sort of like made sense to have him, you know, be so dramatically stronger that he could, you know, like afford to just be so understated. Yeah, I thought that like thematically worked but like visually i didn't think it worked at all mm. and, and like the fact that he like congratulates oliver on surviving for so long where there were so many moments where he could have cut oliver down yeah like literally <laughs> seven like probably at yeah. least six like there's no reason oliver survived that yeah. long it's literally just that he was like, I'm gonna, you know, draw this out a little bit. I'm yeah. bored. One thing I do want to say is that I tweeted right, like, in the commercial break, maybe before the fight happened, I tweeted. So what I'm guessing is gonna happen is that it's gonna look like Oliver got killed, and then he's gonna be missing for a while, and eventually he'll come back. And so I completely called it. Yeah. But I was not expecting it to be nearly as holy crap. You like has to be dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know the thing about Rachel Ghoul, right? Yeah. But we also... I guess for the next episode. Yeah. Okay, but also, okay. I also don't think he's going to be gone for multiple episodes. No, okay. Gone. First of all, I'm pretty sure he's gone multiple episodes from things that I've read. Because they basically... I, I think I read that he there's no Oliver Queen for three episodes. Which, is, which is a huge deal for this show. Um, I also think episode 14 is called The Return, which... Obviously, that makes sense if he comes back that episode. Um, but also, just okay. So even if it is the Lazarus Pit, which I honestly am surprised they would do in the show, well, I'm not be- surprised just based on the dialogue in this episode. Rache references that you know, yeah. he, like it's 
killed thousands of people. He like says something about sixty five years ago. Yeah, no. So like that that line was surprising to me too that they would go that, yeah, that so, direction. But, like I think but, that's the okay. sign that the Lazarus Pit is in. Yeah. It. So, but even if the Lazarus Pit exists, who? How does he get in the Lazarus Pit? Who puts him in the Lazarus Pit? Uh, the freaking his friend from Maceo. Maceo does it. You think so? Yeah, that's my guess. All right, that's a good theory. What I do think you... that totally makes sense, actually. Yeah. I think that totally makes sense why they would reveal him being the League of Assassins in this episode. Yeah. Because uh, there's no particular reason for him to be in the League of Assassins specifically. But also, uh, I'm pretty sure the Lazarus Pit makes you insane. Well, maybe so... they'll be insane for a while. Yeah, maybe they'll, maybe they'll be a sort of the Buffy th- effect of, yeah, you can come back from the dead, but you have to suffer because of it. So... Yeah. I, I but just, Buffy gets over it, remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, eventually it gets over it, but I still think whether in the end he ends up being okay, I still think this is a really cool, exciting move. Oh, and no, I, totally. Yeah, yeah. And like, I still, I, I, still I, I was, I think there was a really cool visual ending, and I think it's really exciting to see how the other characters deal with his absence, especially if he comes back insane or something. I think it's a really cool way for the show. To yeah. Go. No, yeah, I think yeah. so too. We didn't say that much about the. Uh, I am kind of bummed that he was brainwashed, to be honest, but it does work. I guess I, I wanted I that, it. Like, like I, where do you go with her character now is my question. I think that you have her, like, well, she still doesn't know that that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that there's going to be a reveal to her that that's what happened. I think that she's going to go up against Malcolm and then need uh, Oliver's help. I was also, oh, I will say I was really pissed off that Oliver didn't tell her he was Arrow in this episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I totally was like, this is the time yeah. to tell her. And also to tell her the thing about the brainwashing. Yeah. So that she's st- you know, the good reason that she should stop trusting Malcolm yeah. instead of having no reason to stop trusting Malcolm. Yeah, no, that, that was just stupid. I, I'm, I'm, like, pretty annoyed with how this season they've had Thea with, like, one foot in the really, really interesting stuff, and then one foot in, I'm heading a nightclub, and I'm making out with this boy, and blah, that, blah, blah. Yeah, that like, literally came back in a phone call in yeah. the episode, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I just get her into the thick of it, let her know about Oliver, let her do something cool, uh, use her. You set up a really cool episode at Corto Maltese, and then yeah. you've done nothing with her. So, Man, there's, like, actually, you know what, this show has actually done a pretty good job, like, remember when we were really worried about how big Team Arrow was gonna get? Yeah. And, like, They've done a good job by just not going to those characters. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I want to see Wildcat again soon, but I don't need to see Oh my god, episode. I forgot about Wildcat! <laughs> yeah, like, that was a thing for, like, a while. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I guess, like, did we have a week off, Arrow, for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we did. Yeah, so we had the Wildcat episode, and then I think we had another episode without Wildcat. We had the Cupid like, episode, yeah. Yeah, and then we had a Crossover. week off. And then we had Flash. Yeah. And now we have this episode. Yeah. So it's been a while well, I mean, well, we're gonna. I'm sure he'll be pretty much like pretty front and center with Laurel if as if Laurel really is like centering these episodes coming up. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm but, curious to see who centers in the next episodes. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how much of it is Adam, how much of it is Black Canary, how yeah. much of it is Red Arrow. That's a good. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, and Dig Dig Diggle. I hope not yeah. Diggle. But even though I love Diggle, I, I just don't want him to go against what he said about protecting his family. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, uh, that whole thing is a hot mess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay. I'm pretty much ready to close out. Yeah. Uh, can, well, can I say, can Dig- maybe Diggle's family should be, like, taken to the future and Flash or something, so he has to, like, do something to save them? Or I don't know. It's something That's to- ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
your fear about this show like becoming so underpowered in the face of all the overpowered superheroes. Yeah. I think that they're doing a pretty good job of navigating that, but it, like it's a like growing issue. Yeah, I definitely. And it's going to go crazy when time travel gets introduced on Flash. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. I like I, oh, you know like Oliver's going to want to go back or maybe not Oliver, but definitely some people are going to want to go back in time. And save people. That's definitely true. Especially if slash when Flash saves his mother. Though I do think time travel in the show is not going to be like time travel and a lot of other things. Because they have much stricter rules about what's allowed and what's not allowed. Um, In fact, one version of uh, the reverse Flash's origin is someone losing someone important to them. I think it's Eddie. And uh, begging Flash to let them go back in time to save them and Flash refusing. You know, Flash is much more careful about when he does it, and it's not very often. So yeah. That, that, and I'm glad. that That's what it should be. Like, you know, yeah. it shouldn't be yeah. every five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the rules end up being on the show. Yeah. Um, I can't wait until, I don't know whether it'll be the end of season one or season two or what, but there's totally going to be a season that ends with someone being stuck in the future and having multiple episodes just set in the future. Yeah. That would be great. Okay. <laughs> All right. you, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So much fun stuff to talk about. Um, we should just mention, so now everything is officially on break, and these two shows come back late January, 21st and 20, 20th and 21st. 21st, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't coming back until March because of Agents, because of Agent Carter coming back early January. Uh, so basically, and I don't know about Gotham, but basically the next thing we'll have to talk about is... I think Agent- Gotham comes back, I think it comes back earlier. I think it might come back like January 6th. Okay, well that, that... I'm not sure, though. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, I know that's Agent Carter's date, but... Um, oh, that's probably what I'm thinking. Yeah. Totally so, thinking the next, next big show stuff we'll have to talk about is Agent Carter, but we probably will do one or two news episodes, because so much big stuff has been coming out these past few days with uh, Spider-Man stuff and Krypton stuff, and uh, so we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah. But if you want to check out more of our content and get a little sneak preview about what's happening in the news world, you can check us out on Twitter at Superhero TV Pod or check out our blog, uh, smallscreenjustice.wordpress.com. You can also email us at smallscreenjustice at gmail.com if you have any comments on the show or anything that you want read on the show. Uh, and also please rate and review us on iTunes. We'll be coming back to life from the Lazarus Pit this January. See ya. See ya.